Hello and welcome to the Monroe Method Clancast. I am Jason Monroe and this is episode 25. What a big number. Today I'm going to talk about not the thing I was going to talk about and I'm going to talk about something else. Um, because I have been saying it constantly to numerous clients and I need to get it all dumped out of my head into an explanation and that'll help me kind of structure it for turning it into like an email or a daily post or something. So, there is a difference between, this is, before I go on, this is entirely made up by me. This is my, uh, this is my take on this sort of thing and it's just purely based on my experiences, right? So take from it what you will. So my thoughts around this are that there are two ways to use food. So number one is, this is how I split it up, right? There is a difference between eating food and using food, okay? When I say eating food, I am talking about when you wake up in the morning and you feel hungry and you have your breakfast. To me, that is eating food. You are eating for a purpose. You are eating to solve something. You are eating to fuel your body. In fact, I suppose we could call the eating part um, eating to your needs, right? And then we have eating occasions that are outside of that right so we have a cage so when we're eating food we're doing so because we're giving our body what it needs we're satisfying hunger we're satisfying needs and we're fueling our bodies for the day then there is using food okay and this is completely different because people try to use food as a cure-all right when, when you when you think of or when I think of the number of things that people use food to try and solve, the list is huge. So, I don't know, what, what might people use food for? They use it to celebrate, to combat tiredness, to combat loneliness, to combat stress, to help with anxiety, depression, loneliness, boredom, what else? I can't remember half the stuff I said at the beginning now, right? But basically, if, if if a friend called you and said they were bored or tired or stressed, whatever, any of those list of things, would your first response be, why don't you go to the kitchen and smash a bunch of snacks? Go get a packet of biscuits, in fact, and sit down at the table and just munch your way through them. Like, that would not be your advice for that person. And yet... That's what we do. So here is a way to think about this. Um, to try and better understand the occasions where you eat outside of hunger, seemingly for no purpose or reason. I normally use my hands quite a lot when I'm doing this explanation, so you're just going to have to use your imagination. So there is... Something, at, forget the eating part for now, right? You are feeling something, something uncomfortable, something unwanted, something that you don't want to feel. And when it comes to using food, we will either use it 
as a distraction, meaning as a distraction from the feeling. So I am feeling stressed, anxious, tired, uncomfortable, whatever it is, bored. And you are going to use that, you're going to use food to try and gain some relief from that feeling, from that discomfort, from that pain, not physical pain, but mental pain, right? Whatever the thing is, food is being used as a distraction from that. And then there is the other way where we are, we want to feel differently and we think that we can use food to feel differently. I've got two great examples actually that I've just popped into my head to talk about in a second. Um, don't let me forget them. Uh, so yeah, if, if you're unhappy or you're, if you're sad and you want to feel better, you want to feel happy, you want to feel something nice, you right, and, and that's the thing at the end of the process, right? Something is going on and you want to feel like this. And you then think, right, I want to feel like this. What is my what am I going to use to try and feel that? I know I'm gonna get some chocolate. And you have the chocolate, and it helps you feel a little bit better, but it doesn't get you all the way there. So you have more. And then you have more, and then you have more. And then it's creating this really negative situation. Apologies for my croaky voice, by the way. I'm taking a drink of my warm coffee because I've been unwell this week. Which is interesting because, do you know what? I'll just tell you. Last Thursday. So today is, I'm recording this on Thursday the 16th. Of March, last Thursday, I fell ill. Quite ill. I don't get not well very often. Um, but I was quite ill to the point where I did a COVID test. Now, this is the weird part. I did the COVID test and it was fine. And I've done a couple since and it's not that. But on the day I did the first COVID test, whatever seven days ago was, uh, it was exactly... One and it popped up in my Instagram stories. It was exactly one year to the day since I did my last COVID test and had COVID. I was ill this exact period this time last year. How weird is that? Anyway, I digress. That was just me explaining why I'm drinking coffee to soothe my throat. So with the chocolate thing, it creates this mega negative situation. Now, part of the reason for that is that, first of all, you're you're using food as a cure-all again, right? So like I said, if you are sad, you are sad for a reason. Chocolate is not the solution to your sadness. So you are using chocolate to try and feel something but it's not solving the problem and that's why it doesn't work. It's not that chocolate isn't great, it isn't that chocolate makes you feel nice when you eat it, it does, but it's it's a drop in the ocean, it's not enough to take you to where you want to be. I'm going to give you a great example, one of the two examples I mentioned earlier. Uh, and this is from one of my private clients. Now her go-to food when she feels a certain way is pizza. Now, she was driving home from somewhere after a situation. She was feeling this way 
and the decision-making process in her head was, fuck it, I'm going to get pizza. Now, she was feeling a certain way, she wanted to feel differently, and she was going to try and use, not eat, use pizza to feel how she wanted to feel. So she went, she got the pizza, she took it home, and her words to me were, I took one bite, decided it was, I think she said shite. I want to say shite. She probably did. Um, took one bite, decided it was shite, and threw it in the bin. Now here is the thing. The pizza was not shite. It was the same pizza that she's had before. It was the same pizza that she's loved before. It was the same pizza that she's eaten every last bit of before. And when we spoke about this, I was like, do you know what's really happened here, right? It's not that there was anything wrong with the pizza. The pizza was absolutely fine. What happened was, it didn't give you what you thought you were going to get. That's what's really happened beneath all of this. this you've just kind of told yourself this story to make it more understandable. She's taken a bite, chewed it, swallowed it, and went, nah, this is rubbish, I'm going to throw this in the bucket. And that's just not what happened at all. She wanted to feel a certain way. She went and bought the pizza in the hope that the pizza would help her feel that certain way. She took a bite of it and her feelings didn't change. And that's why she threw it in the bin. And it was such an incredible thing to talk about and to, to realise and understand that you were in the middle of a using food occasion trying to use that pizza to feel how you wanted to feel, and it didn't get you there. And that's that's what I mean with the chocolate situation, where some people can keep going and going and going in the hope that, you know, the, the last bit, maybe the last bit's going to be the one that gets me how I want to feel, and it's not. But in this occasion, with the pizza, she threw it in the bin, because... It just didn't work. Someone yesterday posted inside the Clan Monroe group um, my daily post topic. What was it about again? Reasons for losing weight. Making, making your reasons for losing weight. In fact, what the topic of the last podcast episode was actually. Uh, making your reasons for losing weight or having the right reasons to lose weight. Um... And within, within what I had written, she responded to something by saying, uh, I can't remember exactly what the words were, but da, 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 da. I'm trying to remind myself that every time I eat when I'm not hungry, it's self-harm. Now, that was a very extreme and untrue statement. So when I kind of closely monitor things that are said inside the Clan Monroe group. And while it's absolutely amazing that these things come up for discussion, sometimes, sometimes you have to step in and moderate things a bit. So on that occasion, I had to step in and say, look, that's that's not true. That's a very extreme comment or a very extreme statement. It's not true. And then we, we you know, I kind of wrote a big reply to it where, yes, there are absolutely people who harm, who do have eating disorders and they use food to self-harm. But it's not a blanket statement to say that every time you eat when you're not hungry, you are doing harm to yourself. For example, 
and, and this kind of this ties in with this topic where me at night time so I I don't snack much at all if at all during the day um at night time you will have dinner quite early as my co-coach Louise likes to remind me we have an early dinner but that's because the kids eat early and we like to eat together and then the kids will go to bed uh, at half seven and eight p.m and that gives my wife and I time to watch an episode of something potentially two if they're short enough before bed now in that time we'll have a cup of tea and I will have something alongside that and it'll just, it's not anything specific, it's just whatever's in the cupboard. It could be a protein pudding, a protein bar, a cake, biscuit, whatever's there, right? Because that's what we enjoy doing at night. Now I'm not hungry because I've just had my dinner. I am using that, I am using that food to have a pleasurable experience I don't feel like that's the right word to use but we'll go with it I am using that to enjoy the taste of something nice right so I am using food and I am getting out of it what I want because I'm using it to achieve what I want to achieve I am having it alongside a cup of tea it's usually going to be some something sweet or something chocolatey and it's a completely positive thing. So that's an example of using food in a positive way. I'm not hungry. It's absolutely not self-harm. And because I have a good relationship with food and a well-balanced diet, it's not negatively impacting my physical or mental health. It's absolutely not a negative thing. To suggest that we should only ever eat when we are hungry is ridiculous. That's not what she was suggesting. Um, But I'm saying that to if anyone ever tries to tell you that you should only ever eat when you are hungry and never eat when you aren't hungry, that's ridiculous. There, There is absolutely a time and place for eating outside of hunger. However, the caveat to that is it's not something you want to do all day, every day. You know, you're not, you can't be having three meals a day plus 15 snacks on top. That would be unhelpful and probably have a negative impact on your health if you are having three meals a day plus two to three snacks in between then that's a kind of much more balanced level um but yeah to suggest that eating when you're not hungry is self-harm i mean you would never be able to have dessert you would never have snacks you would never have something nice with a cup of tea at night so I, I still stand by that, my statement about we can eat and we can use food. So we can eat breakfast, lunch, dinner, we're hungry for a breakfast, we have it, we get through to lunchtime, we start to feel hungry again, we have lunch, same for dinner. To me, that's eating food. And then we have using food and there are positive ways to use food such as the way I mentioned how I use it at night Um, and then there are the negative ways to use food which is using food to feel something using food to cope with something using food to combat things like tiredness basically using food as a solution 
to a problem that you don't have. I did this thing on Instagram once. And on the left-hand side, I had a list of problems like tiredness, boredom, stress, whatever else. And um, the solutions for uh, dehydration, whatever else, right? And then tiredness. And then all these little lines going across. What's the solution to tiredness? I think hunger was on there as well. And you could basically match up all the lines to their actual solution on the other side. Boredom, find an activity. Sleep, uh, you know, tiredness, sleep. Loneliness, find companionship if you are able to. And I'm very aware that just call a friend um, is unhelpful advice for people who might not have a big friend circle or cold or close friends to get in contact with. Um, it's sticking in my head because very recently I saw someone comment in a post where somebody said, oh, you know, if you're feeling lonely, just do this. And someone said, so nice of you to assume that I have friends or a big social life or something. Um, so yeah, you get the idea, right? Food is not a cure-all. And it doesn't stop us trying to use it to fix everything. I'm really tired. Cool. I'll go get a snack. Oh, I'm really bored. Cool. I'll go get a snack. I'm so stressed. Right. I'll go get a snack. When I, when I, when I say it like that, and when you hear it like that, it starts to sound ridiculous. It, it's not a ridiculous idea when you're in the moment. It seems like the best idea in the world. It seems like the absolute best thing you can do at that time is go and grab something to eat because you don't really think about it very much. It's just what you do and it's just a habit that you've developed. But to round this very, very, very short episode off where I just wanted to get this brain dump out there, when you find yourself in a position where you are thinking about using food for no reason other than to try and solve something that food is not going to solve, Focus on what it is you are trying to get, right? Because that's the problem. I am feeling like this and I want to feel like this. What is it I really need? That's the question you need to ask yourself, right? The initial, so for example, I, I used to be a terrible stress eater. Um, and that carried on into the very early days of starting this business back in January 2018. My workload was mental and it brought back some old traits I had of stress eating. So, and I had to work on those because you know, I, I took time off with stress. In my old job that I did, right, I used to be a manufacturing technician, which is a fancy way of saying I sat and watched things go by on a line and keep machines going, right? I worked at a place called Marshalls in Falkirk making monoblock and slabs and all the other concrete stuff that you see on the road and in people's driveways. And I remember going off with stress back then and my God, it's embarrassing to think <laughs> the things that I went off with stress back then, honestly. Once you start running a business, especially a business that you had to run through a pandemic and all the rest of it, I didn't know what stress was until <laughs> until 
2020, early 2020. Anyway, um, I, yeah, so I, I, I soon, I was operating with levels of stress I had never before experienced. And I was like, whoa, this eating thing is getting out of hand. This, how do I need to tackle this? And that's when I had to do work on myself and all this stuff years ago. And, you know, the thing I tell my clients about stress eating and the things that they have problems with is that they never go away. Once the neural pathway has been made in the brain where you make that connection between when I feel like this, this is what I do. When I am bored, I go get a snack. When I'm tired, I get a snack. When I am stressed, I go and get something to eat. Because that's what used to happen to me, right? I would be doing something very challenging, um, prolonged periods of stress. Your body does not like it. Your brain does not like it. And that's when this little voice on the shoulder starts to step in and say, listen, this is too much. Um, now would be a fantastic time to go and get a snack. And all that is, is your, your brain trying to protect you from this uncomfortable situation you're in by asking you to go do something else. And because once upon a time you used food as a coping mechanism for a certain thing, that's the first suggestion. And it never goes away. I still experience it, um, although I am much more laid back and chilled out these days, but I still get those moments where my brain says, now would be a great time to go get something to eat. The difference now is I just don't listen to it. So it never goes away. You just get better at ignoring it, but you also come up with better ways of coping with it. And once you realize that food does not cure everything, the only thing food cures is hunger, um, it starts to lose its power a bit. But now I've, I reframe that as when I get that suggestion up here in my cranium, it's an indication that I'm working on something important. And it kind of, I don't know, it kind of reinforces me. Like when I get that suggestion, it's an indication that I am leaning hard into something new and exciting or I'm doing something difficult related to work. Like mo most recently, in fact, those last two podcast episodes that I did, I was at the caravan um, porting lots of behind the scenes systems over to one big system. And, you know, when I get that, those same stressful feelings, it was just an indication that you're doing something big and exciting and important. And I would lean into it instead of trying to escape from it and eat something. So it never goes away, but you can come up with better ways of coping with it. So when you find yourself in whatever your personal situation is, whatever your thing is, it might be stress eating, it might be tiredness, it might be boredom, it might be loneliness, it might be procrastination. It might be uh, when the kids go to bed and you're trying to, you know, you've, you've created this habit of marking the end of the day where as soon as the kids are off to sleep and you come down the stairs, it's time for mummy or daddy to raid the cupboards. Like whatever it is that you are doing, right? Just stop yourself and just ask the question, what am I, what is it I really need? What do I really need right now? It's not food. Food is not the solution, right? You're trying to use it in a negative way. You do not need food. You're not hungry. You've not long had your dinner. And yet you want to go and get something from that cupboard, something from the fridge, something from that drawer, whatever it is. So just stop and ask yourself, what do I really need right now? 
right? What lies on the other side of this choice that I am trying to use this choice to get? Coming back to the pizza situation. She was trying to feel a different way and was trying to use pizza to feel that different way only to discover that pizza was not the solution and in that instance she put it in the bucket instead of trying to force it to work. So just take the time to think about what it is you are about to use this food for. What are you trying to do? What does this action mean to you? What, what, remember, we never do anything for the sake of it. People that think they just eat for no reason, that doesn't happen. We never do anything for no reason. If there was no reason for you to do something, you wouldn't do it. There is always a reason. And just because you don't know what that reason is, doesn't mean there isn't one. It means you need to learn what that reason is. So remember, we never eat for no reason. We never do things for absolutely no reason. If we wanted to just eat for the sake of eating, we would open the fridge and the first thing we saw, we would start eating. We'd open the butter and start dipping our finger in and licking it off our finger. Oh, that made me feel sick. We'd open the the vegetable drawer and start eating raw mushrooms. People do that. I, I used to know someone that ate raw mushrooms. Um, or we'd start munching on a carrot. If we wanted to eat for the sake of eating, then we would eat anything. But we don't eat anything, do we? We don't go to the fridge. We don't go to the vegetable drawer or to the fruit. We go to the cupboard or the drawer where the chocolate is, or the crisps are, or the biscuits are. Because we are, we need those specific foods to try and feel how we want to feel. So you're not eating for the sake of it, you're not eating for no reason, you are using a very specific food or food type, because your idea is, if I, if I eat this, this might take me closer to this. So, ask yourself, what do I really need? What am I using this food to try and feel? Because it's not going to work. And if it does work, it only works for the duration that it's in your mouth and you're tasting it. That's why we overeat. That's why we don't stop at one or two pieces of chocolate. It's why we keep going. I feel, I feel really good when I'm eating this, so I'm just going to keep going. And once it runs out, well, shit. I've not solved anything. I've not got any closer to how I wanted to feel. And I'm a thousand calories up for the day for no reason. So find out, ask yourself, take the time to understand what it is you are using food for, what it is you are trying to feel, and then ask yourself where you're really going to get that feeling. It's probably not going to be at the bottom of a sharing bag of Walker sensations probably not going to be in a family-sized bar of galaxy chocolate, probably not going to be at the bottom of a bag of Haribo Tang Fastics. It's going to be something else. Sleep is the solution to tiredness. Doing something fun and exciting and different is the solution to boredom. Finding ways to cope and manage stress. Food is not one of them. And it will vary from person to person. We all have different things. I go for a shower. There's my one. 
More specifically, I will go for a sit down shower or a crouch down shower. What I mean by a crouch down shower is I like going in the shower and not necessarily going on all fours, but maybe like sitting on my knees and leaning forward a bit because I have a lot of pelvic pain uh, on the right side and it's nice to have the hot shower soothing my lower back. Anyway, that's just my thing. Me for stress now is either cold dips in the back garden, reading, meditation, fresh air and sunlight, or going for a shower. It has, it is never and hasn't been for many years eating something because that does not work. That just leads to more stress and pain and unhappiness farther down the line. Anyway, to summarize, there is a difference between eating food and using food. Um, so now that you've listened to this, just take the time to think about how you go about each day, the things that you eat. Are you eating these things or are you using them? And try and break them up into separate categories. How many eating occasions do you have? Is it breakfast, lunch and dinner? Is it just lunch and dinner? And how many using food occasions do you have? Do you have a morning snack, an afternoon snack, a breakfast snack, a before dinner snack, an after dinner snack, a before bed snack, a TV snack, car snacks? And just take the time to think about them. What When I, ha- when I have that eating occasion, what is it I am using that for? Because once you start to understand what you're using it for, you can start to... Only by exploring these things can you change them. I said this to someone today that the solution to these things is, you know, like if someone is snacking too much, the solution is not to say, right, I am never going to snack ever again. It's to bring it into balance. Like me, for example, I have, I don't have three meals a day. I don't, yeah, I rarely eat breakfast, but I'll have at least two meals a day plus my thing at night. And that's it. Um, but then someone else might be having breakfast, lunch and dinner, then a early morning snack, mid-morning snack, afternoon snack, before dinner snack, etc, etc. Three meals plus ten snacks. And it's not until you start exploring these things and actually going through this exercise and understanding, right, okay, all these times that I keep eating, why am I doing it? What, what am I using that food for? It might be boredom. It might be boredom on every single occasion. It might be stress. In the afternoon, it might be tiredness. In the morning, morning, mid-morning snack, it might be stress from answering a bunch of emails. Nighttime, it might be signifying the end of the working day. It could be a combination of things. But, you know, we're not trying to change the world here and absolutely transform your life just with one simple exercise. But if you can go through this, and analyze the five, six, seven, eight times during the day where you seemingly eat for no reason, and you can better understand half of them, and you change the way that you react to half of them, that could have a huge impact. So, eating food versus using food. Learn what the difference is. Analyze the occasions that you eat each day. Break them up into separate categories and then start questioning the using foods one. Are you doing it in a positive way or a negative way? What are you using them for? 
and what is it you really need. It's not food. So what else could you use to achieve the feeling that you want to achieve? Anyway, that was a bit different. Um, as ever. As ever. Get in touch. Get in touch with me. I've had quite a few nice messages, actually, after the last couple of episodes. But send me a DM. Take a screenshot of this when you're listening on Spotify. Share it on social media. Tag me. Put a comment on it with your thoughts and feelings and brain stirrings. Yeah, I will see you next week. <laughs>